Hello and welcome to Tea Break with Lily podcast, the show that brings inspiration and motivation through sharing stories about internationals living in Canada, unfolding their cultures, values, and their journey. I'm your host Lily, and I decided to move from Japan to Canada in 2021 after getting a golden ticket to study multimedia design in Toronto. Join me for a tea break where I have an open conversation with my special guests about their journey coming to Canada and learning about their cultures and everyday life. Let's start the tea break. In today's episode, I'll be inviting myself and we'll be talking about race, especially stereotypes towards Asians. But before diving into this topic, I want to ask you where are you from? Where are you from? is one of the most frequently asked questions in life when you go overseas. In classrooms, at work, and in casual conversation with cafe staff, or even on the corner of the street, I have been asked this so many times in my life. In my experience, when I answer I'm from Japan, that answer often seems to give the other person some kind of strong image. Usually, many of their reaction will be like, Oh, I love sushi, or I love anime, or arigatou gozaimasu, which means thank you in Japanese. So I'm used to getting those stereotypical responses from them, but the conversation will certainly flow when they start talking about how much they love Japan, and of course, it makes me proud of my country. Especially at work, where I work as a barista, many co workers of mine are familiar with Japanese culture, and some have visited Japan and they have positive image of Japan. But sometimes I get a little offended when people try to connect my behavior or work with Japanese-ness by saying things like, Oh, you're so polite. Japanese people are always polite. I love it. Every time in my heart, I always add, Not every Japanese are polite. That is why, while studying and working in Canada, I sometimes have mixed feelings that I am acting out and using the stereotypes associated with Japanese. When I think it's better to do so, I feel like I'm trying to secure a place for myself by strategically pushing my Japanese ness to the forefront through things like how I behave or how I dress. Every time I do that, I get kind of confused. There should be resistance to being pushed into a certain type by those around you, but when it's convenient for you, you dare to fit into that mold. It is an act that can also be called self orientalism. When I think about it again, it may function as a kind of a survival skill for individuals, including myself, living as a minority in a foreign land. So, back to today's main topic Have you encountered any stereotypes about your country before? I was aware of this term, but when I was in Japan, I was not conscious of it. And to be honest, I recognize it as something else. I had the impression that it was often depicted in Hollywood movies and TV shows, and I only had the impression of, oh, stereotype, I know, that happens, or something like that. But after coming to Canada, this pop culture class helped me to understand the weight of the term stereotype that exists in today's society. Even today, when it is relatively easy to travel across borders, the scenes cut from Hollywood movies and TV shows, as well as morning news and variety shows, reproduce various symbols of race and gender, further reinforcing our stereotypes. 
So speaking of stereotypes, most of the roles given to Asian actors in American films and TV shows are those of researchers, scholars, or nurse. And this image of Asian has been formed in Hollywood for a long time. In today's episode, I also want to talk about how the movie Bullet Train and how the movie is full of stereotypes. The film, which stars Brad Pitt as Ladybug, an unlucky assassin who takes a job on the bullet train in Japan, when there are other assassins at play, leads him to hilarious and action-packed situations. This movie was originally an adaptation of the novel Maria Beetle, written by the famous author Kotaro Isaka, and directed by David Lee. While the film is still set in Japan, many of the characters are not Japanese. The cast is made up of white, African American, Latino, and Japanese actors. So some say that Japanese characters in the novel are whitewashed. The entire movie takes place in Japan. However, the setting keeps showing stereotypical neon Tokyo, which doesn't feel like it truly takes place in Japan, but rather a futuristic Japan-esque world similar to Blade Runner. While there is some diversity in the main cast of assassins, many of them still play racial stereotypes. One of my biggest disappointments was the part where the big Japanese star Hiroyuki Sanada was portrayed as a Japanese samurai-like figure in the movie. Western viewers recognized Sanada from films like Wolverine and Army of the Dead, and on the bullet train, he again plays a Japanese stereotype. In his past films, he is always playing roles as samurai or yakuza characters, and for this one, he was a thoughtful man who spoke of destiny and honor, showing samurai spirit in the movie, carrying a katana, a Japanese sword in his hand. I was happy to see him in the film, but again disappointed that it was a Western film that portrays Sanada as an underworld figure. Aside from Sonata, the concession girl is the only Japanese woman who plays a speaking role in the film, but her personality is portrayed as a polite Japanese woman. So to sum up, the Bullet Train is an exciting action comedy film, but it leans heavily on stereotypes, portraying a typical Western depiction of Japan: neon anime, submissive and/or mute women, yakuza trays, and so on. I believe that stereotypes are, in a sense, very useful things that short-circuit interpersonal communication, and that everyone unconsciously internalizes them in the process of growing up. I personally believe that there is no such thing as a person without any discriminatory notions or prejudice. I myself was born. I myself was born and raised as a member of a certain society belonging to a certain community, and I'm sure that I have unconsciously developed a sense of discrimination under them. Influence of such stereotypes. What I think is important is to always be aware of this and to resist my unconsciousness as much as possible. I am not here to say that stereotypes should be eliminated or that stereotypes are bad. Nor do I think it's something that can be talked about in those terms to begin with. What is important, I believe, is how we can betray the mold in a situation where the Japanese image is played out, for better or worse, and how we can expand new possibilities and spaces for future generations. Well, that's all for today's episode of Tea Break with Lily. Thanks for listening, and I hope you had fun relaxing tea break with me. If you enjoy the show, please like and leave a comment. This is your host Lily, and don't forget to join me for a tea break.